Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to A Battle Within. If you're new here, we welcome you as well. This is a podcast about our life experiences and those of our guests dealing with post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. I'm Drew Neiman, and shortly I'll be joined by Terry Neiman, my wife and the inspiration for the podcast. If it's your first time here and you're not exactly sure what post-concussive syndrome is, I'd recommend checking out episode number one to gain a little insight. In episode number 12, Dr. Rochester also does a great job of explaining things. Today we get to speak with Justin Jennings. Justin is a listener of A Battle Within and has offered to come on to speak to us a little bit about what life is like for him with post-concussive syndrome. Terry and I had never met him nor any other listener before, so this was a really cool experience for us. Justin is exactly what and who this podcast is for the average person trying to recover and helping others along the way. Justin has a very unique experience as it pertains to head injuries. He has been both the patient and the caregiver in his life. We get some perspectives from him on what it's like on both sides of the equation. His injuries were different in nature than ways we have explored before, so it was really good for us to get some new perspectives. Continuing the theme from the previous episode, Justin speaks to his battle within and has even given it a name. We appreciate his willingness to openly share his story with us. If you would like to learn a little bit more about how you could share your story with us, please contact us at abattlewithin.com backslash contact. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you to make sure that you listen in next week. As we go into summertime and vacations start happening, Terry and I are going to be talking about road tripping, which includes some of our strategies that we've implemented along the way. Okay, on to the talk with Justin. We really hope you enjoy the conversation. Well, hello, Justin. Thanks so much for taking the time to come over and speak to us today about what your life has been like for you as it pertains to your head injuries and what's going on there. So I appreciate you doing it. Yeah, no problem. You and I, we had a brief conversation early on just to make sure that uh, you were fit for the podcast and to make sure that you wanted to come and, and do this with us. And we had some brief conversations around that. But for the listeners and for Terry, can you give us a little bit of the background as to Hi, what happened? And Hi, Justin. <laughs> uh, sorry. And, uh, I'll have to kick you behind. And give us a better understanding exactly what your circumstances were and what led to your head injury and how long ago it was. Give us a little of the backstory. Okay. It was pretty much fresh out of high school back in 2008. So we're coming up on a a decade now here in June. And uh, yeah, the last thing I remember is getting in the car with my friend. And he said he hadn't been drinking, but he had been. And he blew through a stop sign. We got into an accident. I was in the back seat. We got T-boned. Threw me through a loop. Apparently, I was still awake when the firefighters got there, but I don't, I don't remember any of it. And I guess I was screaming and trying to fight them and stuff like that. So they had to induce me into a coma. And then that's I stayed into a coma for like three to four days or something like that. And all the doctors could tell my parents was uh, that we don't know how he'll be, you know, if he like when he wakes up and if he wakes up. So yeah. pretty, pretty scary for them. But I did wake up and that is why I'm on the show now to talk about that and yeah, yeah I, I appreciate you doing it. As you know, we're really trying to uh, get the word out and uh, have some folks get a little bit better understanding as to what's going on with 
with the head injuries and creating awareness around it. So I appreciate your courage coming to do this with us. I remember very briefly when we had the conversation earlier on the phone, you talked about how the injury affected you and during the recovery process that you spoke about having an out-of-body experience. Yeah. You know, tell us a little bit about that because that's not something we've explored at all up until this point. It was – that's why I love I love the title of your a Battle Within of your podcast because yeah. it, it really is a perfect way to put it. Like I would just – after the accident, I would just start to do stuff, real aggressive things, and freak out about things that I should not freak out about and to a yeah. point where – my mom would make me a meal and be like, hey, we're having this now. I'm like, I don't want that. And like, you know, it's like almost like as I'm slinging it off the table, it's like I'm watching myself like, what are you doing, maniac? Like, who is this, you know, who is this other dark yeah. passenger? That's what I call it now. It's a good way show. of putting like, it. Yeah. yeah. Dark it, was, it was like my dark, dark, my dark passenger. Like, it was just. And a I'm, hitchhiker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. That's what it was. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's like. Uh, it's just, it's, it was really just scary just not knowing what was going on. Like, we didn't really have any kind of information. I've listened to a lot of episodes on your show. I think, I think it's great that you're getting the word out there because people won't feel alone if they have to go through it. You know, that's, that's kind of a scary thing. I mean, my parents were there, but, you know, we didn't, we didn't really look too much into it. It's just like he was hurt and now he's better and, you know, throwing me into different activities, like trying to even ride with my friends in a car again. It's just so scary and the music and everything's just so overwhelming. How long did it take you to get back in a car? Uh, I was indoors for probably like a month, honestly, mm-hmm. like a month, two months. And that kind of was rough, too. You start to get the cabin fever and, you know, oh, yes. freaking out I on can relate to that. people I love. And, and like I said, and sometimes not even knowing why, like, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. like talking to myself, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it's scary, you know, it's, yeah. you just got to, you know, just figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. It was it was rough, but right. really. So you spoke about the dark passenger, which I do. I like that way yeah. of saying that. That is a pretty cool way of saying it. Did you actually get back to the point where you felt like you, you kind of got yourself back? Or do you feel still different to this day? Um, What's that like? Because Terry is a little different too. She's aware of it. If I want to so, be 100% honest, yeah. like my temper was very, very bad. Yeah. I had a lot of bad relationships with girls and stuff afterward, like, freaking out, yelling, throwing, you know, even grabbing at them, like just crazy anger. And like I said, I just didn't know what was going on. And it's like years of it, you know, that temper stuff. I, I saw a psychiatrist right afterward, but we were kind of going through like a lawsuit thing as well. So I thought, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's just for that. Like, you know, I don't, I don't really need it. And, uh, but then, you know, these temper tantrums and just acting crazy kept happening. I went back and uh, I'm actually on medication now. That helps a lot. Lexapro, it's just like an antidepressant, stuff like that. But it makes me feel like my fuse is a little longer. Like I, I feel when I'm starting to, when the dark passengers starting to come out now, and and I, I kind of like do stuff to to help with that, like meditate or I'll go to the gym and work out or jujitsu or whatever. So, but it was it's been a lot of work. I mean, this is it's a ten year period, and I just got on medication like two years ago, and went to a psychiatrist and talked to him because. The girl I'm with now, I got into a terrible fight, and it was like, I don't want to lose her. I got to fix this now. No, so that's good that you're recognizing it. You know, that's that's a positive step, too. Yeah. Love can be very motivating. Yes, it can. Absolutely can be. Yep. You talked about the jujitsu. Um, a little bias there because I participate in it. So <laughs> how did that actually help you? We did talk about it a little bit on the phone, but I think it's unique, and I never thought of it from that perspective, how it um, helps somebody with a brain injury. 
I mean, definitely, like, I love any kind of physical activity, and I'm also, like, competition. So, like, you know, just exerting that kind of energy and use your muscles in a way different way than just going to the gym and stuff like that, I think that really helped. Like, when I had a, when I have a tired body, like, my mind's not as quick to be angry, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah, okay. You know, I, I, so it helps with that. And uh, I don't know, just learning that new thing, like, going outside of my realm. I've never done wrestling or anything like that. And it's like, you know, I thought it would be neat to learn all the different moves. I mean, you know, it's you can't stop learning. Like, it's always changing. Mm-hmm. So I just so like that. I'm kind of just learning about you. And I'm seeing mm-hmm. it. Uh, I'm sitting, thinking that very different from me in the way of you seem much more emotional and and not as much physical things happening with you. Um, yeah. Would that be an accurate Yeah, thing? I mean... It's like I said, it, it has been a while ago. I mean, at first, like probably like the first, oh man, like year or two, like the vertigo and stuff like that. And like the loud noises, yeah. like I just had to stay clear of that because it would just send me, like, I just get so anxious mm-hmm. and I'd get angry. And so I just, that's what I was always just trying to avoid. Do you ever have any migraines or any other woes uh, and pains? Honestly, I mean, my body was pretty messed up as well. So yeah. like they had me on like Oxycontin and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I started to hate towards the end and want to take that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so like I was kind of just in a, it was just a fog, but like the whole, like the month and a half after, and then yeah. a year, it was just trying to learn, trying to figure my new self out. You know, yeah. like I said, I mean, after the accident first happened, I, I kind of went off the deep end. Like, I think I told him memory loss, like yeah. short term memory is terrible. I remember. Is it still terrible? Some days, that's that's okay. what's weird. Like it's hit or miss. I mean, like some 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 random things that I should definitely know, like my uncle's name. Sometimes I'll completely forget that. Really, yeah. it's my uncle. My uncle, bro, it's Richard. Like I love my uncle, but it's like, I, like I'll be on, staring at him. Like, I can't remember your name at all right now. It's like, this is crazy. It's a complete like black wall. Yeah, like the veil it's, is there. It's frustrating. Yeah, and I can't Google it. He's not famous or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm just I'm screwed. Yeah, that's the. You mentioned a couple of the medications. What what are some other medications that you needed to take in order to heal? And aside from what you're still taking, they didn't really put me on a whole lot of medication. I, I saw a, a psychiatrist a lot. They did a lot of like different tests, like giving me words to remember in the beginning. And then once the course was over, he'd ask me the words again. I'm like, I had no idea. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> yeah, a lot. It's like, oh, it's like a lot of stuff like that. A lot of memory stuff, which led to frustration. It's like mm-hmm. walking into rooms, and it's like, why am I walking in here? Which probably led to the dark passenger, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a, a lot of therapies, like specialist? Yeah, I had a, uh, his name was actually Dr. Miller's, the one I went to the most. He was he was really good. What kind of doctor? Uh, he's just a psychiatrist. His uh, wife was a uh, brain doctor. A neurologist? A neurologist, yeah. We drew a blank there. That's okay. <laughs> I get it. I really do get it. Yeah. Uh, so any PT, OT, speech, uh, neurooptometrist, or any of that kind of stuff? No, I didn't see any of those. It no was, vision testing? Anyway. I mean, it, most likely, like, it was it was really overwhelming. It, like, when it first happened, it was like I, I did have to go, like, get my brain scan and stuff all the yeah. time. And every time I'd go into psychiatrist or my doctor or whatever you know it was always be some other people there and do some kind of testing so i mean i'm sure i did some of that stuff i just it's just foggy Foggy, so let me ask you a little bit about the people in your life while you're going through this and 
in the early years, let's say that, the early mm-hmm. years, how were the people in your life as far as understanding what you're going through, being supportive, uh, things of that nature? How did that work, work out for you? I think they were as good as they could be. Okay. I mean, That's uh, a fair point. Explain. You know, sometimes they'd lose their patience. We'd get in the screaming contest and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like, you know, it probably wasn't helping anything. But, you know, most of the time they were patient. I mean, I get their frustration and, like, why we fought, but I just wish we would have knew a little more about what was going on and maybe we wouldn't have had such bad fights and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, for us it was learn as we went. Yeah. Too, which is why Drew really is the one who's the brainchild behind all this. Drew decided to go for this podcast because uh, we just feel there's there wasn't enough out there for us. We Yeah. We were just, to get answers was hard. Mm-hmm. And, and we were fortunate to find the doctor that we did with Dr. Rochester. I don't know if you listened to that episode yet, but yeah. he's amazing. And But a lot of people don't even have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a shame. That's why I said I was super excited to come on here because, you know, putting this information yeah. out here. And we hope we, hope we, we appreciate find, you yeah, doing it, too. Yeah, we hope we find some success for, for you guys out there. You know, I'm the outsider here, but uh, it's just as important for me. Last question I want to ask you about yourself, and then I want to get to an interesting topic. This is what I found very interesting about Justin, but do you feel recovered now, or do you have any lingering ailments that you still think you need to address? Uh, It's work, you know? Like, okay. I got to make sure I go to the gym once or twice a week. I got to make sure I run, to, you know, or do some kind of physical activity to keep my, you know, patience and my anger kind of low. And if I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed or frustrated, I got to try to remember to meditate and stuff like that. Try to get regain some focus back, you know, stuff like that. If if I feel like my brain's just uh, like the brain drain, I remember yeah. you guys talked about that. But yeah. you know, if I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed in that kind of sense, I'll you know, go take a nap or something. I just kind of try to, and you know, I'm sure you, you know you got to do it too. You just set things up for okay when this happens, I got to make sure I do this and just yeah. think so ahead. you're managing it. Yeah, I, yeah, that's exactly. Wait, it's up. funny, but we get adapt to and get smart about right yeah yeah mm-hmm. one of the things that i wanted to talk about here terry is that justin is unique because he's What's had that? the experience of being both you and i oh okay and, and what, I, what i mean he's, by caretaker. he's also been a caregiver, caregiver. that his dad's had a head injury why is a caretaker i don't that's know. like a house yeah that's <laughs> like the shining that's what that reminds me of the shining. okay yeah make up my own words but yeah. Yeah. so anyway Justin's dad had a head injury too, so he had to flip around oh, after wow. his own head injury and then become a caregiver for his dad along with his mom. Yeah. So it's a very unique circumstance. I, I think we're fortunate enough to have Justin here kind of telling the story because nobody's going to understand better than he does both sides, both sides of the equation. Yeah, cool. Uh, I'm interested in learning a little bit about you experiencing it, the head injury itself, and then having to flip around and yeah, what help was that take like care of you. even see yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, that. I think it, well, I mean, I, I can tell you the act, what yeah. happened with him yeah. first. It's it's a little gruesome, but. Uh, it needs was, to be told, though. Yeah. It needs to be told. He was, uh, we were building a new house, and he had just finished, like, a doorway, and it was right by the steps. The steps hadn't been put in yet, so mm-hmm. it was just an open area. So, and it dropped down to the basement, which was, like, 12 feet below on concrete. Oh, so he was looking at the door, stepping backwards, misstep, and fell backwards like 12 feet, oh, bam, right on his head. Oh, my god! Me and my friend were talking. It was, it was the end of the day. We were finishing up the day, and we're talking. I look at my dad, and then we're talking some more, and I look over, and I'm like, where'd he go? You know, like, we heard, like, a little thud. We're like, 
Like, no way he just fell. So I looked down, and it was just pool of blood from his head to his toe. Oh he he wasn't God. moving. My friend was freaking out because, uh, unfortunately, oddly enough, his dad had just passed, just fell on the steps, and hit his head and died that way. So oh my, my friend gosh. went completely pale. Like That's he was, so freaky. It, it was, yeah. He was. He, he panicked, and I mean, I was panicking too, but luckily I kept a cool enough head to grab him, and I was like, you got to call, tell him we're on Westbrook Road, you know, all this. Call 911, like, kind of had to slap him, get him out of it. And then I jumped down and uh, took my shirt off and just covered the back of his head to stop it from bleeding. And he kept, I knew right away he was concussed. He kept trying to get up, slipping his own thing. He's a hard ass, but kept trying to sit up in his own place. He said, oh, what happened? What happened? I was like, he fell from all the way up there. You need to stop moving though. Something, you know, it's not good. And yeah. then like two seconds later, what happened? What happened? I was oh, like, ah. He kept going on repeat. And I was like, this isn't good. So, but uh, yeah, we, we rushed him to the hospital with him. He got a bunch of staples in his head. Still has a scar today, but you know, he pulled through. And uh, like I said, he's super hard-headed, literally, and figuratively like he, he still tried to go to work and stuff like that and he'd get so dizzy at work he'd have to go out and like throw up and stuff yeah I, I watched him the one time he was walking up on the front porch with a bag of dog food on his shoulder and he got to like the second step and he just just tipped over just just fell off we dropped everything before we fell goodness did he have balance issues yeah he had really yeah. bad like vertigo i guess and balance issues yeah so, so that was his vertigo that time yeah yeah. How long ago was that, Justin? That was probably maybe like five years ago, six, something mm. like that. Yeah. How's he doing now? Uh, he repeats himself a lot still. Oh, wow. And honestly, I didn't even think about why he did it so much until I listened to your show. And I remember mm. you guys talking about that. And I'm like, man, that's probably why he does it. Like, we just make fun of him. Like, it's like you're getting old. Now you're just getting senile. But it's like, no, it has. It was around that time, and now it's like we'll tell a story, and five minutes later he starts telling. You already told this. Everybody already heard it. We don't want to hear this. So, what were some things that you had to do to help your pops out here? And did it freak you out? Did you feel like you had a good baseline because of your own injury? I think I did. Yeah, I think that definitely did help a little bit. We all tried to be supportive. I mean, we thought we were going to lose him. You know, like it was it was a really scary time. So we tried to help him out best we could. But I think it's why he kept. He's 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 bell a couple of times and puking at work and stuff like that. I think he he shouldn't have rushed as much as he did, but he did anyway. Like you tell him to slow down, but he he wouldn't. So, but it's hard when they're stubborn. I'm stubborn, so I know I gave it my doctor <laughs> and him a really hard time. Yeah, yeah, he was he was definitely stubborn, but like I said, patience is huge. It's number mm-hmm. one, just got to be patient with him. And I definitely learned that firsthand from my experience, freaking out on them and cursing and acting a fool. And, I'm sure they didn't like it, but they, they were right there the whole time. Is it you have like some kind of like a kinship now, you and your dad, knowing that you both kind of took a blow to the noggin? Yeah, we always joke around, like, thank God, you know, landed on my head or I could have seriously got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and we work together every day now, so. All right, but he's laying floors now. He's on a roofs anymore. Yeah. You say yeah. to have that changed. Yeah, that's probably that a good call on that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. changed. So are you engaged currently or have you been engaged in any uh, support groups along the way? Uh, no, I have not. No. Did, did, you, did you find that you wanted to be involved and it was not available or you just didn't pursue it? I mean, I started jiu-jitsu shortly after mm. that. Like, I guess that was... Yeah, therapy. Yeah, I mean, therapy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exercise yeah. can be therapy. Yeah, and yeah just talking definitely. To, you know, my friends about it always helped. They were really good mm. listeners, so... 
That's cool. I'm just trying to get a gauge for for that. What's out there too? Yeah, the dogs are yeah, yeah. right. Buddies. Yeah, jujitsu will do that. The camaraderie, uh, and the friendship that you build immediately is oh, yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. He's lucky that yeah. he was physically yeah. able to right. do that. There are some people right. like myself. I was not physically able yeah. to get yes. the physical activity in. And that was very actually that was yeah. part of my depression. depression. Yeah, and so that and it, that that makes it more difficult because you know that would make you feel oh, better. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the like I said, like the first couple of months when I was kind of just stuck in the house, like that was. Yeah, yeah, the cabin fever, right? Cabin fever, yeah, and I couldn't play like video games or anything like that, which I love. But you know, with the head injury, it just I'd get sick and throw up within yeah minutes. So yeah, well, that was my thing. People would say, "Well, you could watch TV," and it's like, "Oh yeah, that's too noisy," and the lights and the and flashing, and so I couldn't read. I couldn't watch TV. Couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't was what it came down to. That's yeah. what I kept saying. Yeah. Like, so what do I do? I sit here. I was stir crazy. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, you can only be inside your own head for so long, you know, know. it's like, oh. especially with that dark passenger in there. <laughs> <laughs> dark and... Get stranger and stranger. <laughs> yeah. What is that book you have right there? Oh, this is called, um, breaking the habit of being yourself, how to lose your mind and create a new one. And I thought this was just. It just kind of interested me because uh, basically what the whole book is about is just that like you can take back the control, you know, and like if you really work at it, like you can be whoever you want to be in your head, whether you have a dark passenger in there or, you know, whoever's hanging around in there, you know, you can take control and like, you know, if you work at it, you can be good again, you know, be healthy again and healthy mind, healthy body. Yeah, we'll put that in the show. Yeah, I'm just going to say we'll put that in the show notes. Without a doubt, I'll look it up, find out where to get it. Probably put it in our cart too, because I got a couple in there that I want to yeah, read. I hadn't heard that about looks like that one. one. I want to get yeah. on my Audible. Yeah, I, my eyes don't really. I got you. Yeah. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got about a half hour in. Yeah, then... I'm a pretty slow. It's going to take me a while, but I got to read a couple at a time. Justin, I, I want to give you the opportunity too to ask Terry any questions. You know, have you did you suffer from any kind of like anger or anything like? Like I'm definitely and still do more short fused, more emotional, more irritable. I have to catch myself, but I don't know if you've listened to some of mine. I, I go much more with the CBD oil and the yeah. essential oils, that kind of stuff. And I am oiled up buttercup, like <laughs> literally all the time. I'm like, yeah, okay, hold on. Give me a minute. I I have to. Yeah, I have to get a list of what like, I would definitely <laughs> Give it a shot for sure. Anything yeah. that helps, you know, it just rela- kind of keeps you relaxed. Yes. And a little sane. It's always good. Which I need. Uh, yeah, but I would definitely, what do you think? Being the outsider. No, I agree. Those looking are, at me. What do you those think? are the things that I see. I also see a little bit more OCD. There's mm. a little bit more of that. I never considered yeah. that, but yeah, yeah I guess you're a so. little, You get worked up a little quicker if there's like, you know, dog hair on the floor. You know, that's got to be vacuumed where before it didn't matter as much. Probably true. I don't let yeah. things, I, I don't let things roll off off yeah. me as, at, as much as I used to. Yeah. I tend to hold on to it. And I'm like, why am I holding on to this? What, yeah. what does this really matter? Yeah, and if really, I think yeah. about it, I'm like, that's really silly. But yeah, that would be my dog passenger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough because you're finding out about your new self, you know, and it yeah. takes years. It's like. It's like, oh, do I do that? It's like, did I used to do that before? It's like, maybe I didn't. You know, it, it's like, it's yeah. In Terry's case, it's, yeah. In Terry's case, the other thing I would say that it's not unique, but a difference between the two of you is that Terry had three concussions 
in a matter of five years. Mm. So kind of each time, you know, she would recover and then end, end up getting injured again, um, which led to more things where she's had to rediscover herself on more than one occasion. Yeah. So that, that part is unique. And unfortunately, some people have to do that. Any nuggets of wisdom that you'd like to offer to the folks that are out there, whether it's from a caregiver perspective or somebody who's who's going through what you guys are going through? Um, just in general, probably the biggest lesson I've learned from it and life lesson is just always try to be better than the day, you know, the present day, you know, try to be That's better, great try to keep getting better and, you know, fix your flaws. They call that the Kaizen or Kaizen theory or something yeah. like that. Oh, I, like some days I will take that dip. But then when I, I always say when I'm a special educator, so I look at the, if I was going to graph it, I would look at the trend line over time I've improved and it's gone yeah. up because some days if I looked at like, why is today like hell or why is this week like that? I might lose sight of like really overall I've keep improving and keep getting there. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. But yeah, I do agree with you. Definitely look at each day and, uh, each day gets better and go with go with mm -hmm. that yeah that's i think that's awesome and don't be afraid to uh take advice and stuff too that I was pretty hard-headed like my <laughs> father but you know mainly speaking for the girlfriend i have now like some of the stuff she said to me has really opened up my mind thinking thinking differently about things and you know mm -hmm. just having an open mind is, is huge i think that's critical yeah i think that's yeah. i think that's huge too if i'm being frank I think a lot of people struggle uh, with that mindset. Terry and I have articulated this before a couple times on, on the program is that things have, people change over time, whether it's because you had a head injury or just life in general, things happen and you're forever being molded in a different capacity. And you really get to make a choice a lot of the times, whether or not it is you want to embrace it, kind of go with it and what's your willingness to quote unquote, leave the past behind. Now, with that being said, I know that's not easy, uh, without a doubt. And people's lives are turned upside down because of things like this. But it still comes down to choice a lot of time. Kind of my perspective there. Anything else you'd like to add before we finish up today, Justin? Uh, I think that's it. Just thanks for having me on here. It's really awesome meeting you guys. Yeah, and I hope you continue to get better. And I hope you continue with this podcast because... I can't listen to FM97 anymore. It's the same old stuff. And this, is, this is really interesting. Yeah. That's good. I appreciate you saying I so. Like and, uh, now we have a connection, and uh, hopefully we can continue to meet up again in the future. Maybe have his dad on. Yeah, well, it's up to his dad. But, yeah. Yeah, well, if he wants. Yeah, 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 that would be great. All right, so, Justin, thanks so much for spending time with us. Thank you. And uh, being open and free with telling us your story. It truly is appreciated. Before we go, please take the time to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review the podcast wherever you may listen in, and please be sure to share with everyone in your world that you think could benefit. Connect with us and tell us your story at abattlewithin.com. Show notes and resources are available at abattlewithin.com014. We're also on Facebook at A Battle Within. Until next time, for those recovering, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone recovering, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Bye. See ya. All right. Take care, everybody. Keep battling. Bye-bye.